Welcome to Glowing Hour. Why do I feel like we have an intro and I'm blanking? No. We tried one. It didn't work. Got it. Okay. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> Today we're drinking Dirty Martinis, which this is the first time either of us have had Dirty Martinis. Have you mm-hmm. had a regular one? No, Maybe. Like an espresso martini. That's it. And then we had a Cosmo, which I'm assuming it's like a martini. It's like a cousin of a martini. <laughs> a cousin. Because it's like in a martini glass. And it's like mostly vodka. You yeah, know I mean? but like sweet instead of what you call the savory. Yeah, let's try. It. I like olives. Mel doesn't, so I we'll don't. see how this goes. But I really want to be a martini girl, so here we go. Okay, I see the appeal. I don't think Mel does. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Listen, I kind of like like the saltiness. I'm not a vodka girl. Number one. Definitely not a vodka girl here. So I'm not sure I'd ever... Mm, I don't know. She's kind of cute. <laughs> like, it's cute. Like, she's already got me, like... Like, I'd oh. love to hold her all night, you know? L- giving me, like, vibes. Mm-hmm. Drinking You it? wouldn't eat the olives, though. Nar. Mm. Okay. I was just saying when we were making these that I could see the appeal of, like, a pickle martini. Mm. You know? Cause it's like a it's like a pickled thing. Similar, similar. People make like onion martinis. Apparently, a Gibson Gibson martini. And I just feel like that's also like sounds good, but I'm also like I. But imagine a pickle my, garnish. Cute, like a little like like the sweet pickle, like a little sweet. I was thinking like a a, a gherkin pickle, like the little I think tiny same, ones. Same look. They're not sweet though. Same look though. I yeah, think. like little. Like I could see that. Cute, right? Anyway, yeah, I mean, it's just as weird as olives, so yeah. Yeah, don't mind my uh, face as I drink this. You know, you're gonna hate me, but I feel like it's like that first sip of pool water. <laughs> I could, I could see that. I could see that. It took me there. I was like, <sighs> <laughs> so apparently, whoever likes these, you like drinking pool water. Sorry. <laughs> just kidding. They're great. It's fine. Anyway, to talk more shit to you, we're gonna be talking about the signs in which girl you're unemotionally you're emotionally unavailable (laughs) unemotionally Uh, unemotional emotionally unavailable same diff same diff you're not ready for it or the person you're with right is not ready so we're gonna give you the signs on and then also if some of these apply to you it just it's not an end-all be-all you know it's it's an awareness a moment yeah it's awareness moment let's work on it if this you is a want PSA. To be, right, it's a PSA. If you want to be emotionally available, these are the things that maybe you got to work on if you feel like you relate to them a little bit. Mm-hmm. We all want to be in healthy relationships. Or don't. Or don't. Or with yourself. You want to be in a healthy relationship well, with yourself. Well, you have yourself. to do that first. Let me tell you that. <laughs> Not always. <laughs> I mean, to be in a healthy relationship. To be in a healthy relationship. Yes. Yes. Correct. Something me and uh, Logan always say, because I feel like we have friends who tell us, like, oh, I'm so ready to, like, have a boyfriend, like, be in a partnership. And we're like, it's great. Let me tell you, it's great, but it's, like, a lot of inner, like, it's not even, like, it is working with another person, but it's more of, like, you're being mirrored by somebody else and, like, all of your flaws are now showing. Mm. And it's, like, up to you to, like, work on them. So... Before you start saying things, make sure you're ready. Before you start manifesting, make sure you're emotionally available. Right. 
I feel like such a little, like the way I'm holding it right now, like I haven't took it off my hip. <laughs> no, you have it. I'm like, you guys are so una- unemotionally, just, why do we keep yeah, saying that? It's the- so the martini, emotionally unavailable, I'm not. <laughs> just kidding. I'm sure um, a lot of these apply to me. So let's just get into it. Number one, you're conflict avoidant or the person is. I feel yeah. like people in general are conflict avoidant. Because who the fuck wants to deal with conflict? It's hard, but it's necessary. And if you're avoiding conflict, you're just putting off the inevitable. Yeah, and I think also if you see conflict, like, conflict avoidant obviously can go in different ways where you, I mean, ultimately, I think it's because you maybe feel, like, a lack of safety in conflict, whether that's from abuse or, I mean, it's probably abuse, you know? But if you're trying to, like, legitimately like run away from conflict or you see it as like a huge problem mm. I or think, a deal breaker or a deal even. breaker that's like then I think you're emotionally unavailable to be in a relationship mm-hmm. because conflict tends to arise arise and it's just something to work through I mean it's like literally impossible for every human being on the planet to Avoid conflict. Avoid conflict. Like, you're, you, you're so different and unique from somebody else that something is going to be different. And when I say conflict, I don't mean, like, physical or, like, verbal abuse of, like, fighting and, like, screaming match at each other. It's more of, like, there's an issue at hand and it's uncomfortable. And whether or not you can move through the uncomfortable feelings and communicate to somebody else about those feelings that's the difference i feel like a big thing would just be like i'm too lazy to deal with this so you bounce you know i feel like yeah. on a on a low scale of like i don't even want to commit i already know i'm unavailable so it's like being uncommittal non-committal you're just very much like there's an issue this is too much yeah i'm done i'm, I'm out done. so like fair i mean i feel like if you're gonna be like that then all right dip then i'm not trying to dip. yeah yeah Similar to that, I think, is, like, being always fine or unbothered by things. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. okay. It's fine. Like, I mean, I'm one to say things like that. But I think it's because I'm trying to figure out my own emotions before bringing like, them up to somebody wrong? else. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying to uh, process the <laughs> You're really enjoying it over there. Um, <laughs> oh, God. But, yeah, like... If you're always trying to just, like, again, avoid conflict in a way that's, like, just trying to push it away but continue in a quote-unquote, like, normal way. You see, I I feel like in a casual relationship, it's, like, we're on the same page. It's casual. So, like, there's nothing wrong with not, like, not that there's nothing wrong with any of these things that we're going to list, but it's just, like matter of fact you're emotionally unavailable for anything further than something i guess maybe even casual some people don't want like an emotionally unavailable person person yeah which is fine but i think it's just like acknowledging that's where you're at or that person is at and being okay with it or not being okay with it and walking away or whatever you feel is the right thing to do in that situation but yeah I feel like it's very easy to just, like, I'm in a casual relationship. It's fine. Like, I'm not going to tell them what's wrong. You know what I mean? Because it's, like, not that big of a deal. Like, it's not like they're my boyfriend Boyfriend. or girlfriend. Like, I'm just going to be like, yeah, it's fine. 
You know what I mean? No, I totally get that. I'm just wondering, like, I don't, I'm like, I'm trying to say that, like, I wouldn't necessarily want to deal with that, whether it's casual or not. But Mm -hmm. then I'm like, I did deal with that. I did put up with that Mm -hmm. kind of shit. So it's like. But it's not even sometimes putting up with it. It's just accepting the people, like, for what it is. People or the situation for what what it it is. is. Like, we're not. My brain can't compute that. We're just, we're not. I I mean, I can compute it because I'm living it. Right. (laughs) So I'm just like. It's weird, I agree, it's weird to just be, like, passive emotionally about someone, especially if you're, like, dating. I think it also goes back to the conversation of, like... Situationship? Like, if if you are able to have Mm. just, like, a sexual relationship with somebody without needing... Emotional. Emotional tie. And I think that's where it comes back to me, where I'm, like, if you're not at least vulnerable with me in some way, like... To me, like, sex is a very vulnerable position to be in. Apparently, or, it's not as vulnerable as emotional vulnerability. Right. You know? But I think, like, for me, it's more of, like, if you can't be emotionally there, it's not there. How much emotion you think? Just out of curiosity. Do you feel, like, even if you were I don't to casually date. No, no. But, like, casually to date, again, like, in an imaginary scenario. Right. Would, like, what depth would you need, like? Not necessarily them being like, I like you and I want to be with you, right? Because that's Mm -hmm. not casual. No. But like, hey, I'm going through something right now and I'm going to tell you about it or... Yeah, I think I had, I like right before Logan, I had a casually, a casual like sexual partner, I guess. And I feel like even him and I like had such a diff, like a, a vulnerable vulnerability with each other about like our life struggles and how we're feeling because mm. um, i feel like to some people that's like drawing a a line a line like don't tell me all that babe <laughs> like, yeah maybe you know? maybe i'm like toxic for that but i no, feel like not necessarily like i just i i can't even get to a point of like a continuing a relationship yeah. at, you know at least like a casual relationship like i feel like maybe a, like a i'm not that kind of girl but like if it's just like a one-time thing mm. Obviously, I, maybe not I don't gonna... need it, but I'm like, if I'm going to continue to hang out with somebody, I don't want things to always be surface level. Like, it sounds really you, boring for me. I personally have never had this, but like, oh, well, like if it was just sex, like if you were, to, that was just, mm-hmm. that was literally, you didn't never go on dates, you didn't go to the movies, you didn't fucking go I to. I don't think I could do that. That's the, mm. my thing. I don't that's think that's fair. Could. That's fair. Yeah. It sounds boring to me. And I feel like maybe it's just my own traumas. I'd feel used. Mm-hmm. even though that i'm like participating, participating. It. still i mean it feels like a valid. using situation i feel like mm-hmm. for me the emotional connection has to be mm. at some capacity there interesting yeah well anyways just saying that if you're kind of like i'm okay with acknowledging that i'm emotionally unavailable mm-hmm. but still participating in like casual mm-hmm. but if you're going serious i gotta say these are red flags. <laughs> Babe, can't sit down. <laughs> sit down. Sit down with yourself or with that person and square it away. But like, and we just, I mean, obviously we just were talking about like vulnerability. I think mm-hmm. if somebody struggles to be vulnerable in any capacity, that's a red flag, babe. Like you gotta, you gotta figure your, that shit out. If you aren't able to talk about, I mean, you don't have to like cry in front of somebody, but like, oh, that's the worst crying I like think... after sex with a casual person, dead. <laughs> but see, like I for ex- maybe again, like maybe that's just a toxic in me. But like, you love it. 
Not, you live for the I crying. I don't live for the crying. But I feel like I would. You say, I feel Aw. like that's the point of like having like a casual something is like having somebody to bounce your feelings. Yeah, to with? reciprocate these like emotions, emotion, with. human connection. Right, right. You get what I'm saying? Me, anyway. me when I get like the 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 twinge of feelings with someone casual, I'm like, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> i'm fine it's fine it's totally fine and they're like no something's wrong and i'm like triggered this feels like a fight with my boyfriends <laughs> <laughs> just kidding but it just gets so like serious so fast when emotions come out in my opinion and then i'm like if i share this part of myself is it like giving them too much like more than they deserve because i guess that's the flip side of like being vulnerable with someone for me emotionally means that I like give a part of myself to them because I think in the past I used to give too much of myself emotionally. Right. So to me, that's the more intimate thing. Mm. Whoa. Therapy. (laughs) But honestly, I feel like, I don't know. I mean, they're both important. So totally. I think it's just like your ultimate goal. But I mean, like I'm assuming if you're here like listening to this episode you're probably wanting to be in probably something more serious like why else would you want to be emotionally available or you're just checking yourself you're like but for what checks out checks out (laughs) that's me but what but what for you get what i'm saying so i feel like in the conversation it's more of like in a goal setting of like you want to be moving past yeah like you want to be in serious in a serious thing in a committal thing you know Mm speaking of commitment <laughs> not as like segueing like that okay i'll figure it out um if somebody or you are non-committal and that's obviously a red flag choosing people who are non-committal gives the sense that you are stuck in some form you know it just it's i feel like one of the obvious ones like if they're afraid or you're afraid to commit there's something there. There's something you're there. Afraid you're, to be you're afraid to be vulnerable. You're afraid to... It's one of the other ones. <laughs> you're just fear. Yeah. Everything's holding you back. Yeah. In the relationship, not progressing in general. Like... Like if your booty call is just 24-7 or something or whatever. Yeah, or you're constantly, like, trying to keep a person from... Or, like, eat from, like, defining the relationship at some point. Mm. You girl, you figure it out in there let it go i think if a the next one is like if you have a hard time empathizing with someone else if you're if you're you know having a casual type of relationship with someone and you're just like i don't care i don't care babe continue on don't tell me about your shit yeah you're just unavailable you're unavailable for these people and i think it sucks being on the other side when you feel like you're doing too much because Mm -hmm. this person's being unavailable you know when the cons- mm. like the sense is is like, yeah, the person doesn't want you, and you're kind of right. like, then it turns into probably like trying to make them jealous, and they're like, it's they're incapable of being jealous, babe. They don't care, or even if they are, they're like, okay, they said I'm fine. They said yeah. They said I'm fine. Mm, I'm fine. I'm unbothered. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> I guess with that, mm-hmm. like if you're feeling overwhelmed, maybe you like. you're not having a hard time empathizing maybe you do empathize but it makes you overwhelmed or you feel stressed when somebody wants to bring something up that's emotionally deep or like like wholeheartedly with it just wanting to tell you about their life and you're just like like if you can't be serious with a person yeah like just not serious like serious committed but like serious like let's have a 
conversation about something that isn't funny or isn't funny or isn't about what you're doing today trivial yeah i think if you don't want to go beyond the surface level of things i think you're you're in a place where you maybe don't want to be emotionally available and maybe it's just for that person it could just be that person just to feel right not worth it that's okay withholding feelings is another one you know that goes with the being vulnerable and just wanting to avoid everything altogether just like you know what let's just do do what we're here for and then yeah so obviously bad and then lack of reciprocity so you know you feel like you're doing more than the other person or they're doing more than you are it's like we're clearly not aligned Yeah. yeah And it's like, okay, if it's in the beginning, because I feel like people are different. They're at different rates of like liking people. Right. Slow burners versus people who fall in love really fast. But as long as you get to the same page. Eventually. Eventually. And not like 10 years eventually, like maybe a couple months eventually. Yeah. If you are guarded about the past, if you don't want, I think we talked about this in a few episodes ago i don't remember but how we don't find it to be a problem to talk about exes Mm. like we think it's something that's productive i think that's kind of in the same boat where like if you're guarded a past and you just don't want to talk about it and you feel like i'm fine yeah like i'm moving forward regardless i think like first of all probably haven't done therapy and be it's just like i don't like i i just think it's like impossible for your new person to understand how you want to move in the world and how you see the world so it's Mm -hmm. i think it's important i think the flip side of that is like being too Too open open. it's like fuck them fuck that if you do this to me fuck you yeah so i feel like either side of those it's got to be a nice balance of open availability to speak on the past but not have such strong feelings towards it maybe like obviously there's triggers and hurt and all sorts of things but i feel like if you're having to dig though into somebody and be like please tell me about what happened um, to you no <laughs> it's like doing that. It's, no it's a lot of work it's too much work lastly intimacy is a f- is physical and not so much emotional classic just here for one thing and one thing if you're really just about the sex and not wanting to connect with people or kisses or cuddling whatever it doesn't have to be sex i guess yeah i guess it doesn't have to be but physical intimacy versus the emotional intimacy that's just it's also just like you know you don't like that person if you're kind of like i just kind of want to kiss you i don't really want to talk to you (laughs) i don't really want to share anything with you but a kiss yeah just a kiss (laughs) i like your body it's giving i only like you for one thing yeah uh so you know there's something to consider some people might just be like that with everyone you know Mm, physical forward yeah it's like i they might say like i really like you or you might think that you really like them but if you don't want to get to know them it's probably a no um yeah um we also had found like an article that describe the three types mm-hmm. of what do you call it unemotion emotionally emotion. <laughs> i keep saying unemotionally emotionally unavailable people yeah first one is the jester it's always a clown in the group clown in the group <laughs> making everything a joke so they again it's like they're not wanting to be serious or struggling to be vulnerable and so they just kind of always create a 
It's like, yeah, my Avoid ex... It. My ex gaslit me. <laughs> like, they make it a joke. Yeah. And you're like, huh? You said what? <laughs> oh. It's just making everything, like, not serious. I think, like, for me, it's like, I can't stand people like that because I'm like, okay, like, some things really need to be talked about. I enjoy laughing. It's great. But if you're laughing while or trying to make a joke out of my situation and trying to make it lighthearted because it's uncomfortable for you, Mm. no thank you. Mm. You know, it's such a turn off. The next one is the fixer. This one's interesting. This person. I think we all can relate to or have have experienced a fixer. I Um, mean, I feel like I was because I had to be had to be had to be her i definitely can see myself have been the fixer but i feel like in our scenarios it wasn't like we came in emotionally unavailable it was like we became emotionally Emotionally unavailable because everything else was just falling apart yeah i think that's also a good point is that you don't always start that way i think you can become develop into yeah yeah emotionally unavailable so the fixer basically they can be empathetic and maybe to their fault a little too empathetic they really believe that they have to step in and fix your problems or other people's problems mm-hmm. it's um, like so detached from their own problems or feelings yeah that it's all about you right i think that the fixer will always like blow up and turn into a person who ends up feeling like resentful like resentful or just like lost at the end of it all because they have focused so they have focused so hardly so wholeheartedly onto like fixing another person Mm. or their problems but yeah this person is not like i feel like i could still see them being vulnerable and like committal and like all these other things that the other thing like we just talked about like the opposites of them Mm -hmm. but it's more so like they're so unavailable because they are to themselves yeah because they aren't available for themselves Mm -hmm. and that later will blow up you know yeah and then lastly counselor which i feel like it's almost a combination of the jester and the fixer Mm -hmm. they're very like logical person kind of just like we're not gonna get too deep into it it's just that's just life that's just how it is Mm, yeah that's a bummer type type beat that's what they say to you you know like yeah that sucks yeah like no shit yeah it does suck i also for this one i think about a lot of like older people in my life not even like that are like in real like when we're also speaking like relationships like it's all types of relationships i guess but for the most part we've been speaking about like romantic like romantic but i can see a lot of like people going into like midlife crisis and stuff where they're becoming emotionally mm. emotionally unavailable for other, people. for other people and they're kind of just like they're un- they're just not able to give get give depth because mm. they just literally can't and so their answers are very logical or like one-worded or like you know that just that, that kind of thing happens in just life i'm sorry worn down by life sometimes. yeah and so that's that's my uh example i guess mm-hmm. i think one example we read was like in a grieving situation where like one person's grieving mm. and the other person's just like yeah you know i'm really sorry that happened that's just life we all die sometimes mm. like okay great so thank you no depth there just and like a hug just leave it at that give me a nice don't even say hug. anything yeah emotional unavailability is uh not talked about really i I feel like 
our friends or myself, whatever, will be dating someone. I don't know. It's just so hard to apply concepts and principles to your life when it comes down to it, you know? What do you mean by that? Just, like, there's so many things to consider when dating or, like, finding people, talking to people, connecting, you know? It's, like, red flags. Uh, the red flags, emotional availability, or is it toxicity? Is it toxic masculinity? Is it they're too much like my ex? Is it they're just... They're narcissistic. <laughs> they're narcissistic, yeah. Like, all the things we've talked about, there's so much to consider that it's so overwhelming, which I think is, like, the big picture, but I think it's just, like, remembering that it's not that that big in that depth, like, or breadth, I guess, that big of a breadth to look at. Mm. Because it's, like, one person. I don't know, but I guess if you're dating multiple people, it can get muddy. It's like, wait, did he do that or did they, <laughs> was that the other one? <laughs> so I think it's just, like, trying to, trying to go at dating logically and emotionally can get, like, hard, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, thinking too much about it. I get what you're saying. Like, it just like, no. it becomes overwhelming. Yeah. In theory. Yeah. To apply it. In practice. I think, though, like, you're not going through a checklist every fucking day. Oh, absolutely not. Know? I think it, like, That's these things the will thing. come up and, like, I think as, like, we're not necessarily putting these, like, restrictions. Episodes out for, like, restrictions. Mm. It's more so, like, you're aware of these concepts and now if it tends to come up in some form, like, your brain will know, like, oh, I've heard that before. Some, some that that wrong. sounds familiar. That's mm-hmm. that feels wrong. And then you yeah. can assess better. Come back to the episodes if you want, or talk to your therapist. Like it's, it's more so like, again, not a checklist and more of a. Let's, let's get to know the concepts. Let's look out. Not for... as being like a psychology class <laughs> <laughs> for dating. For dating. Yeah, so, that's true. Yeah. I feel like it feels overwhelming because I talk about it. Like, when we, like, yeah. I'm like, I do this every week and I'm talking about it. And I'm like, scratching my head. Like, like, am I applying this shit? I'm like, is this happening to me in real life? <laughs> so, if you feel, like, a little bit lost, just take a step back. Just feel, yeah. feel okay with it all. And again, I know we said this in the beginning, but if you feel that you are some of these things and you've realized that you're maybe emotionally unavailable for somebody or for anybody, mm-hmm. it's not an end-all be-all. Like, you can definitely, it's just like a... A moment of reflection to know that you know maybe you need to put more attention to yourself and figure out why these things are happening mm-hmm. and why you're not feeling open and safe to talk to people although you know the world is a scary place i think it's just as beautiful to connect to others and if you're fearful of that then there's a lot <laughs> that's just like that you're going to be missing out from if you don't allow yourself to be in that space i guess i don't mm-hmm. know yeah. People are shitty. That's never going to change, but you got to be, like, sturdy without, with, like, within yourself. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah, I feel like at the end of the day, if you have been listening for a while, we have obviously a lot of episodes on relationships, so I feel like a lot of it is common sense, but some of it's not. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, sometimes hearing stories from people I know, I'm like, or even my own fucking life, I'm like, I can't believe I put up with that or I did that or... I saw that and didn't run or whatever. Right. A lot of it is learning by living. And like Mel said, it's just like using these as reference points. And if you realize it in a moment that, oh my God, I remember feeling that or hearing that. I'm going to actually think about it. Give it a second thought and not just let it slide. Yeah. 
I don't know, man. It's rough out here. <laughs> it's real rough out here. So if you're emotionally unavailable, <sighs> raise your hand. Raise your hand. <laughs> I said, I don't know. Should I raise my hand? I wasn't checking my list. Was I? I, I feel like I, I feel like also you can have tendencies. I feel like life just fucking happens and you might have a moment of unavailability at the moment. You know, not everything has to stop in your life, but it's like, again, like a checkpoint of like, okay, what's going on here? Yeah. Let's make sure we assess this so it doesn't blow up in our face. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hmm. Looking at this list, I'm like, ah, I feel like I'd be committal for the right person. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. I feel like none of that really relates to me. Except for, like, the wrong person. <laughs> I ain't trying to be vulnerable with people that I know I ain't gonna be with. I guess that's the difference between you and me. Because <laughs> you'd be vulnerable anyways? Or you just wouldn't even fuck with them? I don't fuck with them. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't really fuck not that, with them. Not that I, like, like, I wouldn't tell you that, like, that's playing games or anything, but it's just, like, I, I literally, I just can't. Like, I don't, I don't know. I feel I'm like not it's... even emotionally, like... I feel like what's the right way to you? Like it's gross. To date. I, there, I don't know. I don't know, girl. I probably didn't do it the right way. Because like, I'm like, where do we meet people these days? Apps. <sighs> Disgusting. I'm over it. I mean, to it. be fair, I didn't meet my person in on apps. I think you, I think it's like, I think everyone's so fixated on the fucking apps that like no one's trying to communicate in person anymore. Well, the thing is also the like, have you seen the ring The thing? ring, uh-huh. Okay, so only one person responded to my story and said they'd be down for that. And everyone else was like, no. <laughs> for real? Oh, yeah. Everyone was like, no. Someone literally said it was a step back for humanity. I was like, wow. I don't understand how that's a step back, but okay. I feel like it's like... I think it's because maybe they don't... They didn't, like, research the whole thing. Because I think it's, like, really interesting. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like what the apps can do, where, like, they have... It's a, it's obviously a ring that to tell like in person, like, Hey, I'm available. I'm, I'm ready to talk. But at the same time, like they also have created like events that like all these single people can go to. Mm. So it's like, it still goes further into trying to connect in person versus I think setting, I don't understand how that would be a setback. I think maybe because like you can't sift through the people that you like and don't like, but Mm, I'm like, no, he's saying this. I think he was saying a step. I mean, we didn't go into it, but I think. I see his point of view as in being almost like we need some sort of signal as you do on apps. Like, I know they're single because they're on the app, but like in person, like taking it to in person instead of just like going up to people and being like open to like that vulnerability, I the guess. The ring with, is a, but without, a signal. But without a signal. Like, why do we oh. need the signal? Oh, what I see you what saying. you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I agree with that. I don't yeah. think we need a signal. I think you should be a grown up and go talk to somebody and be like hey that, i think is what he means. are you are you single or whatever i think yeah. you're beautiful mm-hmm. hey you're really attractive are you single mm-hmm. why are we all so fucking scared to do that now i don't understand i feel like even me i fucking dm'd logan so it's like i <laughs> you know i didn't even have the balls to say in person so it's like i love that <laughs> yeah it's interesting isn't it's interesting it? so i don't know I, I, I would love to think that now it'd be ballsy, but I don't know that that's true. Nice. Like, <laughs> I, said, I think it, I think I have like a, like a pretend like 
a pretend one because you're good. Because I'm because I'm good. You're you like, know. I can do that. Yeah, I can do that. Because <laughs> you'll never be tested. I'm a tester, but I'm gonna test you what with Logan. You I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be like, let's dare Mel. Dude, no, she'd be all about it too. She always like. That's what I'm saying. That bitch always wants me to go flirt with somebody. That's my exact point. So let's fucking She's see. Like, if go you're get for some, real. go get that guy's number. He's looking at you, or go get that girl's number. I'm like, girl, I don't want to talk to nobody. Oh, Mrs. I can't be down. I would do but, it. But like, y'all I'm are not, such chickens. I'm not in need, bitch. <laughs> Dude, but that's even better. Yeah, because there's no pressure. You're like, ah, just kidding. I have a girlfriend. I don't think I don't think I have a good enough humility. Uh, to get a relationship with humility yet actually i don't know i don't know (laughs) drunk enough i'll be maybe do it dude just thinking about the times just didn't hear back from people i was like that's so fucked i said a girl came up to you and you "Mm, weird you're weird for that (laughs) i was like fuck you Yeah. yeah anyways i don't know what the right way is to date these days I think there's so much information thrown at us. It's just like, do you figure out what feels right? Obviously, safely, and I just, please just don't put up with bullshit. Yeah, I, I just can't. Sometimes the bar is too low. And I was having this conversation about how our dating etiquette episode was like really thorough and almost like we we're saying like this isn't restrictive. We're not saying what you can and can't do, and like these are the rules to live by. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but. It's just, like, guide, like something to remember, something to think about. And I think men are just, like, not prepared for the shift that women have had in raising the, st- the bar, the standards. Yeah. They're so- like, y- you just want too much. Like, that, which is a comment we exactly got. This is why you're single. It's like, what are you even talking about? I'm sorry, but you're probably the same fucking person listening to these fucking meatheads on that other fucking on that other- podcast. Yeah. Like, I don't want to fucking hear it. You probably think that women need to fucking bow down to you and serve mm. you. Like, fuck you. But exactly. So the flip side is their ex- men's expectations of women are you need to take care of the kids. You need to clean the house. You need to. But that's that's not too much. That's that's not the too bare much. minimum. What? Hello? <laughs> oh, but I can't get flowers once a week. Mm. Listen, babe, if you want me to do all that. Step up. Yeah. Step up. That's that's what we're all saying. We're all uniting. Everyone. And that's what we keep saying. Like, we gotta fucking not... Let's not raise these men, but, like, let's help them fucking... They're the reason we gotta fix... Like, they... They are the answer to fixing. Like, we... we, How do we not... How do we not fix them, but, like, help them grow? Because that's what... By setting our standards and not putting up with shit. That's exactly how you just... I'm not putting up with that and figure it out, King. Figure it out. I don't know what else to say. Like someone, when someone doesn't hit that dating etiquette, you know, some of those things we had back there in that episode, back there, <laughs> back, back then, back then, I'm just like, I am plain Jane, man, or ghost. I give them okay. Mm. Question marks. Like, oh, I don't know what. I don't know. Say. No interaction. I'm good. And that's. That's on that. That's what we need to say to these losers. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, hopefully this was helpful and I don't know, just entertaining maybe. Hopefully, hopefully you're not emotionally unavailable, but if you are, it's all right. Yeah, it's totally okay. Sometimes you need to be. Sometimes mm-hmm. it protects your peace and you got to do that for yourself every once in a while. Every once in a while. It's Coachella weekend 
and currently we are i mean not currently literally but during coachella weekend we will be literally sitting by the pool because it's wednesday mm-hmm. well this actually friday. this is friday oh my god we're gonna be at coachella <laughs> oh my god okay but wish us luck at coachella and we'll talk to you guys next week <laughs>